0: I remember one of my one of my best memories from elementary school up in Canada was was one time we had this book report assignment. I'm sorry, I don't want to forget to mention that Father Frugal is is here in Confessions. He's available there at the back. So I had, this, I had this assignment to do a book report. I don't know if you guys still do that, um, where uh, we had to read a book, and I chose this book. I think it was called Dragon Slayers or something like that. It's probably not a classic. You probably never heard of it, but. It was like my dream book. I mean, I loved dragons and everything that had to do with swords and medieval times and stuff and fantasy and all that. So I read this book and I was really excited about it, you know, and got to do this book report on it. And the book report, I mean, I must have been like sixth grade or something. It consisted in making this big poster with like a timeline of, of the story of the book and, you know, especially, like, the climax and stuff and the different little mini climaxes. I don't know what you call those anymore, you know. And uh, and with pictures and stuff and quotes and themes and all that stuff. And um, I, I put a lot into this book report, and I was really excited about it because I loved the book, you know. I got to draw dragons and fire, and it was all covered in swords and stuff like that. And um, so the day came to get our, our assignments back, and... I opened up my my book report, I guess we probably rolled them up into like little scrolls, and I opened it up, and and it was, the grade was written on there in big marker, A plus, 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 it was an A with seven pluses, you know, I was like so ecstatic over this A with seven pluses, you know, you can just imagine like little sixth grade Adam beaming with his scroll book report on his way home from school that day, you know, like bursting at the seams, like I can't wait to tell mom and dad. You know, today we talked about kids who are afraid to tell their parents their grades. You know, that happened every once in a while too. But um, this one I was really proud of, you know, and really excited to show mom and dad the, the, my, my book report. And I think I probably really quickly realized that um, I wasn't as proud to show all of my peers <laughs> the grade that I had, is, you, know, you know what kids say about someone who gets an A with seven pluses. I mean, so, um, so I was, you know, on the bus, like beaming and really excited, but uh, at the same time kind of hiding what I, <laughs> what I had with me, you know, and I don't remember exactly what happened on the bus, it was a long time ago, but you can imagine if some big eighth grader came up to me and said, hey, what are you so excited about? You know, I probably would have been like, nothing, no, but still but really, still really excited, you know? Really, really excited. Um, today we've got this scene of Jesus, you know, who's in many cases in his life seemed like a normal person, right? A normal man. But he was kind of bursting at the seams with this glory, with something hidden inside of him that he just couldn't wait to show everybody, you know? And in the transfiguration, it's like his moment when finally... He gets to show just three of his disciples what he really is, you know, who he really is. And the 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 first reading, um, you know, you probably started hearing that reading and being like, okay, what's this have to do with the transfiguration? It's it's this image of from the book of Daniel of heaven and the ancient one on his throne, and all this stuff about fire and flames of fire and you know, kind of looked like my book report probably. Surging streams of fire flowing out from where he sat. And then the, the one like a son of man comes before him. And what happens? He receives from him dominion, glory, and kingship. And all peoples and nations and languages served him. And that's the image that the Old Testament gives us of Jesus and who he really is. What it is that he's hiding under his flesh and bones and his skin and his, his normal human appearance when he's with his disciples day in and day out. You know, he's hiding something so magnificent that he just can't wait to show. He just can't wait to tell everybody who he is. And it's, it's kind of funny how the, how the gospel ends today because the disciples, after that moment, had to go home and, and be with everybody else and not say anything. You know, we know from other, other gospels, other accounts of the same story, that Jesus told them not to say anything. Okay, I mean, what how's he supposed to expect that from his poor disciples, you know? They see him in all his glory, shining with light coming out of him, and Moses and Elijah there, and he's like, okay, don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, kind of like you know, me on the bus, just, I can't wait to tell my parents, and then there's this mean kid picking on me, you know? But um, I was thinking about, you know, some of the stuff we talked about yesterday with Dr. Penelope, that, that uh, sometimes the outlook of, of the church can be a little bit bleak, and the outlook for a Catholic school uh, can be kind of daunting and scary. And, and maybe we go around a little bit like uh, a little sixth grade kid who's afraid to show off the awesome thing that he has in his hands. And if we've really believed uh, what an awesome thing we have in our hands when we touch Christ, or the sacraments, or the Eucharist, or when you receive the Eucharist and you walk out of here, I mean, you're like, you're like Jesus was every day of his life. He's holding inside of himself all of this glory, and nobody can see it, right? But are we kind of like that kid who's, who's afraid to say something, you know, when we go out to the world? Someone sees us really excited and really happy because we've got Jesus in our hearts, and he's like, hey, what have you got there? And we're like, nothing, yeah, you know, right? If you gave that kid, um, you know, like... 10 more years of experience and maturity and self-confidence, he would probably say, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I can't wait to show you. Look at this book report I did. You know, I don't care if you pick on me, right? And if we really believe what we have and what we receive in the Mass, you know, we would go out of here and someone might say, hey, hey, why are you so happy? And he'd be like, I'm so glad you asked. I can't wait to tell you about it.